Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 Podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just got to let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com, and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. What's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say. Please say the LLC. If you don't do nothing else, do that for me. Could you do that for me? Just please. Please. The whole thing. Like a tribe, tribe, like a tribe call questions. I fucked it up now. But anyway, episode squad, because we decided to do this one live. Who are watching and are not watching. And uh, if you want to join us, let us know. We we got a slot open. You know what I'm saying? If you want to come in and talk with the squad mm-hmm. live, we'll definitely holler at you and pick your mind. Now, I'm going to go around introducing people. I got Mr. Strokes himself in the building. Got Eternity Everlasting. You already know. And Ebony the Goddess. Two Ds, two Ss. That way you can't fuck it double up. Double D, double S, man. Mm. <laughs> So today will not be one of those typical days where we just have one topic, we stay on that topic, and we discuss that topic for like an hour, hour and a half. Today we got a few different things because these are kind of current, you know what I'm saying? I feel like in order to interact with people who will tune in or who may not tune in, but anyway, may watch this in the future and leave me uh, death threats or whatever it may be, I figure we could do it here (laughs) on Facebook. And it saves me a little bit of editing time because the shit is already uploaded on Facebook itself. So... I got a couple topics for y'all, man. and uh, we'll go around these in kind of a roundabout order. I got them written down, but um, I'm, I'm going to go with the first one here. Now, squad, you know we are not a place of judgment, but transparency. It is our favorite uh, motion and favorite, uh, I guess, advocation that we have. So with being transparent, I want to talk about OnlyFans for just a second, just mm. a little bit. So in case you don't know, 
we are always advocating for uh, passive income, you know, extra streams of revenue. But it seems like when it comes to OnlyFans, it's like have any other income but OnlyFans. Now, I get it. People on OnlyFans do have uh, their their wiles. They have their inks. They have their their uh, explicit, you know what I'm saying, content. I get that. I get that. One thousand percent. Right. But I feel like we can't just shun OnlyFans. The reason I say so is this. Look, it's a way to make money. Mm. And if you see some of these receipts that I've seen people, that's right, Aaron. Uh oh. Uh, so if you see some of these receipts that I've been seeing posted on the Twitter, you would give it a second look too. So I posed a question to Squat. Two questions, I'll say. My first question is Would you start an OnlyFans? Honestly. And I'm going to flip that question. Could you talk to someone or could you be with someone who's an avid only um, OnlyFans content creator? So I'm going to start with you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to flip this because I want to usually we, we start with the women. So I'm going to save Ab for last. But I'm going to start with you. Brother. Would you have an OnlyFans? Yes. yes and yes um, to both questions, honestly. Um, you know, one thing about it, man, is that it, like you said, it's a source of income. Um, in terms of dating someone who had an OnlyFans, especially if they're an avid content creator, I would expect to be a part of that content. Mm. You know, if that makes sense. And like, and I mean, legitimately, I think that, um, I think that, you know, if I dated someone with an OnlyFans and we were creating content together. I'm about to do everything to turn that into a business. I mean, because you can make serious funds from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know women who literally went from working in the grocery store to eight months later uh, buying a Tesla because they didn't made six figures from an OnlyFans account just by, you know, showing off their breasts or doing whatever the case may be. And I'm not saying that you have to do that, but I mean, because truthfully, when OnlyFans started, it was a thing where, you know, anybody that was a fan of whatever you did, I don't care if you were an artist or if you made music, you wanted to release exclusive content. It's basically um, a Patreon style account that people just kind of flipped into like a sex thing. And yes, there are a ton of sex workers that took advantage of the OnlyFans train when the pandemic hit. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I got, I've heard, I've heard the cons and people saying things like, you know, that's not, um, you know, it's not a, a viable source of income or it's not this and it's not that. Well, listen, anytime a 20 year old can go, uh, get a $3,500 surgery and not like flinch at it because she knows she's going to make that back in two days. That that is that is strong, bro. I'm sorry. It just is like until you give me a con besides like I can understand, you know, if you got kids and you're making content and you're afraid of people finding out about it because that has happened. Um, you know, you got like educators and people like that. 
that are in public arenas that had OnlyFans and they got found out and X, Y, Z and so on and so forth. But at the same time, it's almost like why would our educators have to have an OnlyFans to begin with? You know, pay them mm. enough. Maybe they wouldn't have to supplement the income. Um, so yeah, bro. Like I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm just, I host a whole damn podcast about sex and kink and relationships. Like I'm all, I'm all for being positive in whatever it is that you want to do. And if you just choose to have a banging ass body and you want to use that to uh, make some money, we all know that sex sells in any form of fashion. I don't care how you portray it. I just don't have an issue with it. Let me let me ask you a follow up questions to one of the statements you made. You said that you'd expect at some point to be brought into the fold, into the concrete. What if they said, you know what, uh, this is kind of my brand? Or let me let me give an example. Maybe they started it before y'all met. You know. Oh yeah. What if they were like, uh, this is kind of me. You know what I'm saying? This is kind of my niche. I'm gonna kind of keep it my way for now. Would you be open to that as well? I would be open to it, but I. <clears throat> So the only the only caveat that I have to that is that if you're making boy girl content, like if 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 she were doing porn basically, and you're making mm-hmm. boy girl content, and we're talking about seriously, you know, moving forward and doing things of that nature, um, I think that would be the only time that I say I would want to be brought into the fold. Outside of that, like if that's your baby and that's what you're doing to make your money. Yo, like, I ain't trying to infringe on you. Do your thing. You know, if you got, you might have, you know, a uh, 100,000 subscribers that only want to watch you make solo content. Great. Do your thing. I don't have issues with that. Um, I don't think I have issue with it either way. I was just saying in the sense of, I think when it comes to boy-girl content, and I'm strictly speaking on, like, the sex aspect of it. Because most of the OnlyFans accounts that I have seen are sex-based. They are sex workers. Um, Not all, just most. And so I think that that's where I mean when I say I'd want to be brought into the fold. You know, I know somebody with an OnlyFans that's like a top-earning, like, person. And it's just her and her dude. And that's all they do is make content. Like, I think that's legit. So, hey. Get it in, get it in, get it in. Uh, Aaron Clark, <laughs> he brings up a valid point here, bro. Bro said, uh, if you got the gifts, if you got the gifts for it, strike while the iron is hot. I agree with that, bro. Um, just like yeah. with any sort of entrepreneurial idea, uh, if you feel like, hey, I got something that people is going to pay for, go for it. I'm, I'm not tripping. I've seen... Like you said, Buck, I, I know a couple people who actually have an active account and I've subbed to them and they uh-huh. find creative ways to not show or divulge who they are. They have an alias. Uh-huh. They wear a mask. Hell, I seen one lady who wears a balaclava, like the full mask with just the mouth and the eyes out. And she going, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, it's it's ways around it. And um, as, as far as the shaming part where people are getting people fired and stuff. I agree with you, bro. If teachers were getting what they were supposed to be getting, this wouldn't be an issue. You know what? I can't even say that. I can't even say that. I, I retract that statement. Because, hell, even if I was making a hundred thousand a year, all my bills was paid, but I found out that 
people just like to look at my feet and was paying 5,000 for feet pictures, I'd still do it too. I wouldn't do it out in this I would just genuinely like showing niggas my feet. That is, that is, that is, that is like, that's the, what I like to call fun income. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we all have like your, your dailies that you go to to like knock out your bills, but you can use that extra money to put that into a savings account or use it for something, you know, else. And then Mom. like, go do whatever you want to do with your only fans money and just like ball out with it. So, I mean, hey, yo. Facts. Like anything, man. Say what I hot. Do what you do. <laughs> I'm bored, bro. Like, I just, I'm bored. Oh, God. Oh, God. Ebony, what you, what you think, girl? Same questions to you. Would you have an OnlyFans? Um, okay. So, just to give everybody feedback, I am the mother of two. So, from my point of view, I go into the category where he said he understood. Um, <laughs> I shy away from things of that nature because I plan on being very successful. So I know as a woman, as a person of color, as a mother, as so many things, we're always attacked sexually. It's always some type of sex scandal, some type of picture, some type of video, always something that always comes out of nowhere. And that's even though everybody has sex, even though there's so much different content online, when you're a person in a particular type of power position or successful position, you're always cut down through something sexual. It's always sexual. So Mm -hmm. I personally shy away from like I'm the type of person I don't like to take pictures. I don't like to do videos. It's not that I don't like doing it. It's just the risk that I take. I don't know who I'm sending this to, what they plan on doing with it, if they're keeping it, what they could do in the future with it. If something could happen between both of us and then they have a vendetta, you never know. So Mm -hmm. I'm really careful about putting certain type of things out in the atmosphere because, you know, say, for instance, something I took 10 years ago could resurface in 30 years and my kids are grown and they see it. You know what I'm saying? It could, you know, hell, somebody might send it to my mom. I don't know. <laughs> somebody could send it to my dad out of spite. I don't know. But just thinking about those type of things, I shy away from those things. Um, personally, I keep anything dealing with sexual communication you know could- personal. Um, I don't know. But I do apply to people that do it because just like he said, I'm watching so many people that I liked on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. They're blowing up just because of the extra income that they're getting from OnlyFans. And now they're in a position where they don't have to work their nine to five because the income that they've made just over the pandemic could really carry them for the next few years if they really wanted to. So I, I applaud the people that do it. But me personally, I can't do it. Um, now in regards to somebody, I don't know if I could date somebody like that. It's not that I would judge them. It's how the people around me would judge me because I'm with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm okay. one of those people. I do care. Now I'm not talking about just anybody. I mean, the people that's closest to me, I care about right. their opinion about things. 
I'm the type of person that I trust myself, but I also need that support. So I'm really careful with the type of people that I keep in my circle. So if I really care about what you think and you say something negative about something, I'm going to hold what you said to a high standard just because I know you. So if mm. there's a stigma that goes with that person based on what that person said, I am going to listen and it is going to affect how I see that person. So it could it could mess up what we have going. It depends on the person, though. I can't say that because if it's my mom, uh, mama, you don't know what you talk about. But if it's my bestie since kindergarten, oh, yeah, I might I might have to look at it again. You know what I'm saying? Well, so I'll go back and forth. Can I, play, can I play devil's advocate for just a second? Go for it. So, Ebony, what I hear is if your mate was making a hundred thousand dollars in six months, but your best friend from kindergarten had something to say about it, you would care. Because I value her opinion. Because I've been with her, I know she who she is. I've known her way longer than the man. Yes. Man, I wouldn't give a damn. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> I, mean, so I, I mean, I mean, but. But for me, like I said, I already know I'm going to be successful. So I don't care how successful somebody that approaches me is. Mm. So I, uh, I I think it was like a week or two ago when I was I, I had watched something on Instagram where D.L. Hughley was saying something about a, a mom. She made one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month doing um, OnlyFans. Now she had like the thing was she initially just started taking these racy pictures. She's never nude in them. And that's the thing. I think I think there's that distinction when it comes to like the things that only fans have, because like you can be you can be on there and and not show anything. Like you said, like feet, you know what I'm saying? And you give those out, you know, when you got sandals on. So like it could be <laughs> something like that versus <laughs> Versus just like, you know, having somebody who's who's actually out there, you know, male and female, you know, sex work. Um, the the only thing that like I could be. I. Hmm, so I probably I probably wouldn't do it, but like I wouldn't mind somebody else who was doing it like like you like Buck said, like it had to be something where like you're not going to randomly just be, you know, boy or girl like out there. You're not going <laughs> to nah, do all that. Like, I mean, and if that's if that's what your thing is, then shit like I just need to go ahead and get on this juice fast real quick so that so that I, we can both look acceptable. <laughs> in this one. So, oh. Uh, but everything else, like if, if like you said, it you know, she has a niche, a niche where it's just her, she's doing her shit. I'm going to be like, hey, do you need this extra light here? Like, what else do you need to, to kind of help out from here? Because like, I think I think it's getting to the point where it's just it doesn't make sense to to shame somebody for being sexual anymore, because like you got here by your mama and your daddy doing what they did. So, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of times that's how people, that's how people just feel like all messed up in the inside because they are trying to be something that they're not or trying to act like say like that. And um, I think that's honestly why the divorce rates high too, because people say that they need this good girl, but really they need that freak. That, that's also a support system <laughs> as well. So, 
that's that's my whole thing. Like being honest with yourself. And and the only thing that I with the OnlyFans thing that I worry about is like people having those remorse. You know what I'm saying? Like it's okay for those people who who aren't necessarily showing anything. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but you know what I mean? Like like it's hard to get rid of, you know, digital stuff, data. So like say for instance, mm-hmm. if you are 20 and then after that you decide that you want to do something else, then it's held against you. You know what I mean? And it's not because you may you may not have any regrets about it, but the way that the that society treats you may be something detrimental. And so that's that's the only thing that I would ever, ever worry about, just because it's not something where, you know, it's not something that I would really care, especially if, you know. Like going back to that one story, the lady was making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars and the Catholic school kicked her kids out of the school. She was like, all right, well, I guess I'll go to this other school with this other money that I was making. And it was funny because nobody like like if it's such a a holier than thou thing, how do you know that she's on only only fans as well? So there's just a little bit of, of, you know, the the whole stereotype and, and things like that. And so it's a. It's just one of those things, man. Like I, I, as long as you are aware of your your consequences or what may come in the future, like, like so, if you're trying to be, you know, something political, this may this may get you out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, if somebody finds your OnlyFans, and even if you're not doing anything, you know what I mean? There's the world hasn't changed enough for for that all to be accepted, and that the you know the notations that go along with it. We just had a reality star from a reality show as president of this country for the last four years. That was married to a nude. Who was married to a nude model? I don't care. Who was married to a nude model? That that was a white man. White people get white people get away with so much more stuff than what we do. There was a dude in Tampa that just got fired for saying nigga. A black man that got fired from the police office for saying nigga. They shooting and killing us, and they just getting, you know, paid leave. But the system has never been for us. So I exactly. think that. But so, but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that that. So yeah, you get, you have a point when you say that. But if it's gonna be against us anyway, why am I gonna let this bag slip? Because I'm gonna have to fight for that position for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So if I spent yeah. 10 months and I'm making $150,000 a month, I done made a, I done made a, a meal and a half within a year. So if I go work for your measly-ass job that ain't paying me but $50,000 for the entire year and I just made one and a half million, guess what? I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And, and I'll I, find I, something. I'll find you, something. Because realistically, when you've made that money, when people don't want to hire you or don't want to put you in an arena with that much money, you can make shit happen for yourself. I completely agree with you. That's that oh, yeah. f you. That's that f you money. Like that's like oh, oh okay. Yeah. You don't want you don't you don't want to give me a loan for the house? Don't worry, I got it. Let me let me go shake something real quick. Let me go ahead and put this nurse outfit on. I right. get that, but like that's if you're calling too much. Yeah, but if you're if your calling is to do something like that, you know what I'm saying, and that can right. deter you from doing that, or like say for instance, it's a it's a 20 year old and she wants to be able to get into this medical 
uh, school. Now, all of a sudden, that may be something that that's taken in consideration against her. Or maybe, you know, of course, she's still going to be able to be a doctor. Not like somebody going to take her. Somebody going to take that money. But, you know what I'm saying? That may determine what her goal is by doing that. You know what I mean? I, I respect that. But, I, and I guess the way that I look at it is that because it's so widespread now that it becomes because that content is more accessible now maybe that's the issue you know like when you talk about the digital age because i mean you think about how many how many women have stripped to pay themselves through law school or to go get that doctorate or to go do this and go do that is the difference being that what they're doing is centralized and it's in one location and only people in that certain area know what she do and who she is mm-hmm. as opposed to her having this national attention like is how do you feel like that different so a lot of times i think there's although it may even be a false sense of security it's a security that like okay there's there's not cameras here there's not there's not this so whatever happens whatever transaction happens between you and what happens in that club for the most part they they think stays in that club for the most part like of course word gets out but like if you move across the country ain't nobody going to know shit about you but if you if you are only fans i People in Timbuktu know what you've been doing. Right. That's worldwide. <laughs> because, I mean, people use social media to promote anything that they do, even if it's stripping. We know we know, when, we know when you post a picture in the lingerie with the lockers in the background, we know what you did. <laughs> or we know what you're doing. Not the lockers. So I can move, so I can move, across, I can move across the country. You know, she uh, he or she can move across the country. They can try to wipe their social media clean, but once it's on the internet, it's on the internet. Anything can be found. I don't care if it's an OnlyFans or if it's you posting you in lace with your ass out from a strip club. If you post it, it's gonna happen. It doesn't necessarily have to be an OnlyFans. So I think that's why I'm I'm just trying to make that that point. I think, I think in I think- this situation i think because only fans is the fad right now i think why that's why it's so scrutinized it's like you remember when violent video games first came out yep it will not first came out like when they were first being reviewed by parents violent video games have been right. out forever but th- this particular brand is under review right now because that's the one that everybody says and like you said mm-hmm. buck OnlyFans started out as just strictly how can I access this content only? That's all it was. But then people turned it into something else. So if I may take a couple steps back, I feel exactly where Ebony was coming from now that I review it that way. Because being a woman, being a black woman, having a fellow black woman who knows your goals, knows your alignment, who may know that this OnlyFans is just a means to an end, no matter how successful it might be, if they feel like it could be detrimental to your dream at the end, I can see why that person could have more weight with me versus the money. Um, I'm I'm brought to the statement that all money ain't good money. So Mm -hmm. I can see how like if I'm trying to be a particular something that a black woman 
that was on OnlyFans trying to be a senator could get, I could see that shit on Fox News right now. Right. And I could see how everybody could come for them. So, but then again, I get what you're saying too, but if if they gonna, if they gonna cast me out regardless, fuck them. So I I get, it's like two extremes. I can see what you're saying in that sense, but, and maybe, maybe I just misconstrued what she said. I was under the impression that she was saying that if somebody she was dating had an OnlyFans, she would take her friend's word. See, it's, it's different if it's me. And, you know, I've got somebody in my ear that I've known forever. But she was talking about somebody she, she would date. She would take their opinion over the person that she's dating and that what they're doing. That is a out of context, too, though. <laughs> I said so I would take their opinion into consideration. That's the okay. difference. It would make a difference in my overall opinion, but it would not be the basis to my my full um what I what I come to the conclusion of. Like, let me let me give you an example. So y'all know I was in a domestic violence situation. For the longest mm-hmm. time, the reason why I stayed in it was because I didn't listen to anybody. People tried to tell me what was going on, and I didn't listen. So now that I understand that, that that was coming from a place of love, now I understand how to listen to what people are saying and know if you're being really loving in it or if you actually just trying to control somebody else's life or, you know yeah, what I'm saying, put your... Right, exactly. So I know for a fact that she going to ride or die for me whether I'm still with them or not. But if she says some real nigga shit, I'm going to listen to what she say and I'm going to think about that shit and meditate on it. And if I come to the same conclusion that she comes to, that's where my decision will be made. I get, I get what you, so Ebony, I think you're saying like, so because you're in the relationship and you're like in the eye of the storm. So sometimes you need another perspective outside exactly. of your own. So I, I get where you're coming from, where it's like, okay, it's cool to be able to have certain people and not everybody's opinion matters in those situations but you know what i'm saying if uh like if there's a certain situation where you're not in a good place or you know maybe maybe like okay give an example so say for instance he's doing only fans and he he just slanging and then all of a sudden he not he not uh he like so your your like your rule may be like listen you can't like when it comes to girl on boy stuff um it's got to be just you and him but he goes outside of that and he's like well babe it's just for it's just for this money and and it may be something where it's more of a disrespectful thing because of the fact that he's using that maybe as like a like a, a reason rather than, you know what I mean? And there may just be more problematic stuff that goes along with it. But right. I, I get, I, and then you may be like, well, it's, it's because he said this is going on for, you know, he needs these views, but it may be other stuff. And so that's, that's where your friend steps in and says, Hey, you may want to check this, but, exactly. but it's not to say that her, her opinion is going to be the one that says, Oh, like if Jeremy tells me I need to break up with this girl, I'm not gonna just break up with the girl just because Jeremy says so. Jeremy's got to. Jeremy's bringing up his case of like, hey, this is why I'm worried or why I'm concerned, and you may want to take a look at this. 
because I'm seeing it from a different present perspective than what you are. Right. That's that's how I am now. I used to be so closed off. I felt like I was the smartest person in the world. My ego allowed me to endure things that I shouldn't have. So now I understand that the universe does put people in your path for a reason. So if you're going to have these people that you claim you love, that you go to war for, that you trust, that you, you know what I'm saying, that you that you you really got in your 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 path for a reason, then use that help. You know what I'm saying? We weren't put here to do everything by ourselves. So that's how I look at it. I was being trying to use as uh, least amount of words as possible, but so my bad for that. But that that's what oh, I was yeah. meaning. Right, right. I, think I wasn't thinking about. Deep. I wasn't thinking about it any nowhere near as deep as why I just got. So, hey, man, I respect. I mean, this this Jack, I'll be telling you, man. <laughs> Spars, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Well, that that that's pretty good. Good intro with that one. So, I had another topic. You know what I'm saying? Something a little bit more recent, and it kind of gave me the title for this live. My mama said y'all racist. So, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> uh, Meg Markle, uh, Meg the Princess is what I call her personally. Uh, Meg the Princess did an interview with Oprah where she raised some concerns over people stating in the royal family their concerns about uh, how dark Archie's skin color would be, um, Archie being her child with uh, Prince Harry. And uh, she brought it up on the interview. And people mad, people big mad. People are large mad um, because they feel like they're painting a scathing light with hearsay on Oprah's platform and thus reaching out to the black community. And a lot of people feel like this is a leftist agenda to keep racism in, in play and in talk. I'm gonna be honest with you. No. Nigga, we knew, we knew, we knew, we knew they were racist. I was surprised she got as far as she did. I'm just gonna keep it a buck with you. When they was like, yeah, she's biracial and she's marrying the prince, I was like, who? Prince of what? Persia? Uh, they, I mean, that's been the whitest of white, of white, of white that I've seen ever. 2% men. <laughs> right. It's to the point where when she, I'm going to be honest with you, and I don't mean to sound um, insensitive to her plight, because it is legitimate fear. You know, to get to somewhere to a certain level and you expect to be above racism, but see that it's in all forms of government and all nationalities, you know, it can be scary. You know, fuck it. I'm going to say it. it can be terrifying, especially with families that powerful. So when she went on Oprah and said her piece, I was like, oh, she don't have a car crash because, yeah, I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to leave that there. So I, I want to offer it to the squad. Uh, and we'll, we'll start with uh, why. I want to start with you, bro, because we talk about history a lot. So, bro, um, what did you think about this interview and how people are reacting to it? Um, I think, so first of all, one of the main people that was getting on her case was like, I think his name was like Pierce Morgan or something like that. And 
And here's the here's a really fucked up part. So Megan was, I guess, talking to them. They were talking or whatever. So once Harry came involved, she ghosted him. So then he was the main one leading the pitchforks about how like she wasn't shit, how this was going on and everything like that, which me, I and like when it when it was brought up and that's why he they had like a Good Morning Britain show and he was on that show. And he was like a host. And so they they were like he just he quit, they said. But like, that's the reason why he's not on there. But um, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um, like stuff like that, where like I think there's a contract, like it's it's stuff compounded from racial tension. Like they, because I think at one point, like one of the princes, like like maybe the queen's brother or something like that was was a Nazi or somebody was a Nazi in the family, and so and so like yeah, check check shit out. So like, because he was the one that was like, I think it was during. Um, one of the world, one of the world wars, where they were, he was just like, "Listen, if y'all don't mess with us, we can let y'all go through England, and then when y'all go ahead and start reforming stuff, y'all just let our our family still run shit." Uh, I may be like a little bit off, but it, it's something to that extent. But like all of this stuff, like I feel sorry for her because, I, like you said, I think she came into that that whole situation thinking. It was going to be like they're above that. Like they don't, you know, you know how those, <laughs> you know how they're they're people that are like we don't see color. And I think she really thought that like people didn't see color in that situation. <laughs> but like, like they they definitely saw her both like a shadow. But uh, so <laughs> so uh, so like stuff like that is is what like. I think she was in love, you know what I mean? And like I can I can relate. Like you you be in love, you want to just be like, damn the world, me and this person are gonna take it all, you know, all together. But like and and for, for that part, Harry's done a really good job of trying to support her, but you can't you can't fight off a whole country. A whole country and, and the thing about about what you were talking about, the the press and different things like that, like the thing that I think is really crazy, because uh, I've been watching CNN a lot. And CNN was talking about how, like, the royal family and the press, they have, like, kind of like a symbiotic relationship where mm -hmm. neither one of them can can really do things. So they leak, they leak stuff to the press so that they can be able to get their, their version of whatever else is happening now. So, you know, she wasn't hip to game for a little bit because, like, even – even they were attacking her when she was pregnant and like, you know, Hey, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not really feeling good. You know what I mean? But I, I appreciate it. But then um, the older brother's wife, when she was pregnant, she would have the same kind of things and they would show side by side headlines about, well, she's too bossy here, but you know, motherhood is, is, you know, taking a toll on this one, you know what I mean? Or she, you know what I mean? So it's just the same kind of way where they use two different brushes to say the same thing. And it's just because honestly, I think, you know, they didn't want, they didn't want a black, they didn't want a black girl. Like, and she don't even look like she wouldn't, um, she's, she's biracial where she don't, she can pass off as not necessarily black. So like, is, so like when we, when we see her, we'd be like, I didn't know, like, I, the first time I saw her was on suits and I was just like, okay, cool. And then like, 
like on suits. And they had like a dark, dark guy for his dad. For her dad, I was like, how the hell? Did, nah, they don't. They don't really work like that. <laughs> but, uh, but like they they made a point of it. But like. Just because she decided to, I think they're really punishing her because they're like, you thought that you were good enough to date this prince, and and like we're gonna make shit hard for you. And and Harry was like, you could tell Harry was never about like the prince life, to be honest with you, because like he did military service when he didn't have to. Like they were gonna give him a cushy little, hey, you stay back here and we'll do the real fighting over there. He was like, no, nah, man, I want to get into shit. So like it's it's a lot of stuff where I feel like like they they want they want the royal family to act a certain way and neither one of them was with that bullshit. So, so Aaron said she thought she was a fair skinned biracial woman and had uh and had a close proximity to whiteness here in America because of her skin tone. That was until she was uh over there where it's way different because they white white. And they're yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and like, are you still a nigga? That's that's what they essentially right, said. Right. You still a nigga? If you 1% nigga, you yeah. nigga. Because, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. uh-uh. They named like, him Archie. They named the kid Archie, bro. Like, come on, bro. I can't help but think like, about the, the rapper from back in the day from Atlanta, Archie. Y'all remember Archie? We I think of a comic book. I think of the dude that you know Archie from the comic book, the Archie comic books. That's yep. what I think. That's the only thing I think about. Like you gonna name this nigga that? Like he can't be dark skinned <laughs> and be Archie. No. Right. So, but what are your words on it, bro? Um, y'all said something that was funny. You was talking about like being close proximity to whiteness. Like Americans are male white. They like white bread white. It's two totally different. Like <laughs> ingrained in them, it's different. Um, I'm gonna be real with you. Um, I didn't watch the interview because I don't care. Like the, the, the amount of shit that real black people and black women have to deal with, and yeah, bro, I'm sorry that you are a Duchess of Sussex and your in-laws hate you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Our in-laws hate us over here all the time, and we date the same race. The shit happens. I'm sorry. Um. You should have known better. Um, yeah, that's it. Like, you get to go talk to Oprah about your problem. We just been up here trying to talk to Pookie on the corner because ain't nobody else going to listen to our asses. We in there. Oh, so, I mean, man. yeah, I, I, don't, Tyler, I, don't, I don't Tyler Perry ain't going to put us care. up in the house. Tyler Perry is not going to put us up in no house. I, I was yeah, like, I'm just, what? I'm just being honest, man. I just, I'm just being real. Like, yeah, I am, I am so far removed from <laughs> them type of issues that I just don't care. I don't care. I'm sorry. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all got this one. Drops the mic. <laughs> right. Brazil <laughs> said not Pookie, bro. <laughs> That's like, no, not Pookie, man. Pookie, Hey, be listening. Though. Shout right. out to the Pookies out there, man. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what you got from me? Uh, be like, oh, um, I'm even shorter than eternity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they thought she was a fetish. <laughs> they didn't think that he was mm. getting a little bit. 
and they didn't think that she was gonna stick. <laughs> and then when she got married, they tried to push her ass out. This is just another attempt to get her ass out the jail house, man. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> that was like he actually went through it. You know what? Give it a month. Give it a month, Bill. He's, she's not gonna make it. At least he made it. And it was, oh, give her six. Oh, she's she's almost out of there. Oh, we got her. She's almost down. She's going. She's, she's going. Oh, damn, she had the baby too. Fuck. We gotta turn it. <laughs> Yo, She's yo, no lie. She was a fetish, bro. <laughs> I felt the same thing at first. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna get on here in front. I was like, oh, they're gonna break up after he smashed. Hell yeah. But nah, he's stuck it in now. And I ain't gonna lie, he must be in love, love. Like, this is about to be uh, extremely fucked up what I'm about to say. I think we're here. I think we're here. I think we're here. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. Say it. <laughs> when Leonardo DiCaprio said, uh, sounds like you got you some of that nigga love. Okay. That's exactly okay. what I thought when I heard they were getting married. Like, I need somebody need to find that Leo meme and just post. Look, somebody inbox me a meme of Leo saying the, the nigga love section, and I will send you, I will send you some merch from the 2020 podcast. Swear to God. Inbox okay. me, and I will send you some merch. Uh, but yeah, man, the, the nigga love, it, uh, <laughs> that's just what it is. But bro. Like, I, really I'm gonna say this. <sighs> that's what I felt. That's, I ain't going to say that's what it is. I'm gonna say that's what I felt. I felt like oh, mm -hmm. be oh, I shit. mean, because I'm being real here. I mean, it's like it's like you know, I'm going to order a chocolate chip muffin, and I literally get a chocolate chip in it. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're gonna go in percentages. <laughs> we're gonna go in percentages. Uh, Ancestry.com. Right. Mm. Only one is black. Oh. Uh, it's, it's kind of mm. like Tyrese's wife. Because he's like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Tyrese is being. Oh, Tyrese, was <laughs> Tyrese is like, yeah, my wife is black. <laughs> Tyrese is like, my wife is black. And she was like, it's like, oh, yeah, she's 23% African. Like, the fuck? When does that constitute anything? That's still an right. F. Yeah. He, on that, he was on right. that 1% rule. <laughs> on that 1% rule. Uh, yeah, that drop of Nestle. Yeah, you know, that's all Monroe I said. It only takes a dab of that milk chocolate. Hey, so there she go. I got But uh, yeah, man, it was so funny you fell out the room. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I um I feel for her. Um, she's definitely blackballed now. Like if me. It's one thing to accuse somebody of something small, but you just accused the whole royal family. Like, mm -hmm. all right. like granted, maybe, they, maybe just, they can restart. They're not again. real. Say what, bro? I said maybe they can restart suits again. They need some money, so you know, they can. <laughs> <laughs> I really good on that show, though. Mm, I, I, I feel for like I, I, fe I fear for them, and I'm not being funny. I'm, I'm, I'm being that's dead. A, that's, ass. I feel yeah, that now that you know, are we making jokes and stuff that I can feel because you see what they did to his right. mom, mm. mm -hmm. right? 
Right. So you you were already kind of like a black sheep. They just held you close. And now mm. you married a black sheep. Mm. And now you blackballed. So and what my fear is is something is going to happen over here. So like they can be like we didn't do it. Right. Right. Now, if, now if you, you would have stayed over here with future. us and you would have been the Duchess, then been. we would have been all right. So now and that's going to be able to make sure that everybody in the next couple of generations can go ahead and be like, now y'all need y'all understand and y'all need to tell this line. Otherwise, there's going to be some other accidents, some some hunting accidents, some fishing and whatever else they do over there. I don't really think uh, they do a whole oh. lot of hunting fishing. Do polo, polo. I've been doing a lot of polo and uh, yeah. fox hunt. Water polo. But Brittany, what up, girl? Uh, Brittany is the the owner of the Blackboard Podcast. What up, girl? Salute, salute, salute. Aaron, Aaron said it brings up a good point. He said, "What about the stories that Megan was actually really liked by the people, just not by the media?" And I think that plays into what Wyatt said that the royal family and the media had like this symbiotic relationship where media wouldn't say nothing. The family and the family would, you know, kind of endorse the media. So mm. I, I could totally see that. I could totally I see that because, you know, it's, seeing it's a fresh face of the people being, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, brought into the, the, the royal family can be appealing. You know what I'm saying? But what what's interesting to me is this. This is weird to me. We have all these Disney films about a prince finding this outside ethnic woman and falling in love and it's all great, but it happens in real life and motherfuckers get their pitchforks and their torches. That is well, weird. Yeah, to me. Good point. Good point. That's why my mom didn't really let me watch Pokemon because yeah. she was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Y'all, no. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. Yeah. She left like when she was like, that did not happen like that. Mm-mm. That's right. that's why they won't do a live action. That's why they won't do a live action version of Pocahontas. Because po <laughs> Kelly type shit going on. Um, so so yeah, so yeah. But like, man, I think I think it was the people over there. Yeah, just around the riverbed. Uh, but like, I think they they really liked her over there just because of the fact that she she was. She wasn't somebody that was groomed to be like a, a person that, that was going to have like the royal family. Like it, it was actually genuinely like I think they they, you know, they liked each other. I think that, you know, she felt like an outcast. He felt like an outcast. They outcasted together. And sorry, Miss Jackson, which is the queen. That's, that's all there was. So uh, that was a good one. That's, that that was that's what really happened. And I think I think. You know, he saw how how effed up the situation was. Like in his perspective, like his he he was like, "Oh man, they they look at me a certain way, but they don't really say anything." And then he's like, "Oh, they actually really treat her bad. That's fucked up." And now they have to leave. You know what I mean? So like he 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 was like he was an outcast in his white privilege as a as a royal. And then he's like, "Oh, this is what really this is this is really fucked up and what happens here." So. It is what it is, though, man. Like I, I hope for the best for him. I hope you know that podcast works out. Whatever they do, I hope <laughs> she starts working for Tyler Perry and whoever else, and, and you know makes it on their own, has their own little story. But yeah, and I hope they stay safe too, because now they got you know, they crazy. 
they 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 made they signed a deal with uh who was it pot like one of the the groups i think it was yeah um one of the one of the streaming ones that they had let me let me look real quick Oh um, shit! Yeah, they, they got them one of those. <laughs> Protect them at all costs, bro. Because mm, they, they said they they signed a deal with Spotify. Mm, so they like, about thing. Well, I, I, and they, they did this before the Oprah thing. So I think what they're gonna do, because like. Harry ain't crazy. That's why he was like with Oprah. He was telling her he's like, I'm not gonna name names, but low key, he was like, it's not my. He said that it wasn't his his uh, mother or his uh, grandmother or it wasn't his father. And so to me, that just makes it seem like why wouldn't you put your brother out there? So that mm -hmm. that's what it came out to me like because he he's definitely his father's son. With okay, this is my responsibility. This is what I'm gonna do, but um. Man, I just I really hope that they find something that that makes them happy, that you know keeps them fulfilled, and um, you know that they one day become the the king and queen of of England, Archie. That'd be dope. That'd be dope if Archie became like if there was some horrible tra, tra you know tragedy, oh, wow. all the family was like wiped out, and then after that you have a half nigga as a a quarter. I don't know the I don't, I don't know the percentage. I don't know the percentage. <laughs> That's like one sixteenth. Listen, listen, just whatever he is. Mark him as uh, Archie the Colored. He comes under his crown. He has a do rag. You know, like, that, no, God. You know, like when you're cooking and you put a pinch of salt. <laughs> you mean that? That's how they cook. Mark your whole salt bay in that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Love and then we still party. celebrate him as uh, the first black king of England. Yeah, yeah, we had a black king. Um, but nah, I'm, I'm kidding, y'all. Ashley does bring up a good point. She said, ethnic, all the Disney's princesses are white except one. And then I started thinking, shit, you're right. Like I was going to say, nah, Anastasia was... But I ain't want to yeah. do it on, no, know, on the live Oh, Damn. Damn. So Cinderella's I just watched. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, I just watched. Uh, I've been, like I said, I work from home, so I watch a lot of movies. So then I watched the Raya and the Last Dragon, and I was just like, well, why is it that like she was like a warrior princess and shit, and like with the princess and the frog, all this bitch did was cook, and I was, and then got turned into a frog. I was like, fuck up. Like I really just want some better representation. And I and like beforehand, I used to be like before I used to be like, oh, well, it's it's just kids movies. But like now that I have a son, now that I see how impactful it is, like it's so important to be able to have kids see themselves as other things, you know, as far as that's concerned. Like and I don't I don't have any girls, but shit. I mean, that's just a like she could. Yeah, she, that bitch, the only thing she did was cook. And like, and then she kicked, she kissed a, a dirty ass frog, thinking that she was gonna get some money. So she hold herself out before OnlyFans. <laughs> no, hold up, now. I ain't gonna let you disrespect my, my only black princess. Hey, did she do it for money? Did she do it for money? Was that the original reason that she did it? Mm, 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 mm. I, can't say, I can't say nothing. 
That was another topic. Um, How dare you? And we don't even know what race the prince was. Damn, that's that's a fact. Mm-hmm. And none of the princesses did anything. And you know what? That's why um, a lot of, and I don't know why we're shifting gears to Disney. I don't give a fuck as my show. But anyway, um, I recently <laughs> right. watched uh, Mulan. And mm-hmm. people hated Mulan. But the new Mulan <laughs> was actually lit. It's super dope. It was, it's actually lit. Watched it from start to finish. And I can see why people didn't like it if you wanted to see a recreation of what you saw back then. Right. And that ain't. They had some strong. That sounds like people's opinions on coming to America, though. I haven't seen it yet. I'm okay. not even on front like I. Have. All right. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it once you see it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll say that for next week. Uh, y'all comment below mm-hmm. if y'all want to see us talk about it next week. Um. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Though she she definitely kissed the frog. That that is crazy though. Representation is everything. That's why um, I was kind of amped when we, okay, for those who watched WandaVision, when I heard the name Monica Rambeau, I kind of lit up. I was like, oh, shit, big character, big black woman. Niggas don't know. So seeing her go through what she went through, and Ashley and I actually had this conversation. There's a couple of reasons I cannot stand Tyler Perry films. One of the main reasons is because the way he treats women. He always feels like a man has to save a woman. I do not understand why he feels that way. I don't know what dark-skinned man hurt him as a child, but he has something against us. And every man that's in there that that is protagonist is an overt, not overt, like extreme Christian. Like, like extremely Christian. And so I get that's your crowd. I, I understand that's who you want to appeal to. But your, your archetype is kind of flawed there. Like, for instance, Wyatt, um, the, the movie Mulan, that was no love story. Mm-hmm. No. Excellent film. Well, I do films having women as a protagonist have to be weak and have to rely on a man. That 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 just kind of stood with me, and so going into his movies now, I, I can't finish them. I can't watch them because it's like this is so sexist. He don't even know it. And then the fact that he's displaying this to a Christian crowd, and Christianity is heavily rooted in misogyny, had me kind of messed up on his film. So I, to anybody that enjoys his films, do you? You know, be great, but just just take a moment. Take the, the, the rose colored glasses off and sit back and look at the film and just notice how he treats black women. Just just asking you to do that for um, Well, I can tell you one thing about that if you want to elaborate a little bit for a second. I'm, I'm, What's I'm, up? For the bullshit. I'm for the bullshit with Tyler Perry. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 I hate that. Oh, yeah. I mean, Go no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not taking sides. I'm just presenting a couple facts from a video, a few of uh, his videos that I've seen. Um, he was just stating how when he was little, his I don't know if it was his real dad or his stepdad, but he would put hands on his mom and he felt defenseless because his mom would take beatings from him. So he felt like he wasn't there to protect his mom. So now that's why he has a lot of his characters where the women are being saved by men because of his trauma as a child. I didn't mm. say it was right. I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just stating facts. 
And I'm just saying, I understand where she's coming from with that. And I understand a lot of people write from their traumas and they they write their superheroes to come in and save the day. But really, does it have to be super Christian? Every episode, you know what I'm saying? Every movie, every episode of everything you watch with him. Go ahead, why? You got it, brother. Uh, so what's the uh, what's the black lady that uh, is on the own network that she be counseling folks? You need to take his ass over there and just go ahead and sit on her couch. I'm tired of seeing. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing this shit. Like, like, no lie. Like I, like I know he's he's tried to expand out of his his because he's heard those things and he's like there was a couple of movies that he did. You know, like I think it was like a family that prays um, mm. where. You know what I mean? So he has a couple of them that are out of that archetype. But like, you know what I mean? It it and I just get tired of him dressing up as a woman too. Like it, it's a it's a masculine as a man. Like you can't you can't be funny as a man. So you have to do, you know what I mean? And then it, it also, to me, honestly, it takes away those opportunities and those roles for, for women who can be funny. Cause if he if he can write those mm -hmm. actions, if he can write those actual words and he can be able to give it, then honestly, rather than having one Tiffany Haddish, you could have had seven by now. So mm -hmm. to me, like, I feel like he he plays a role and he plays to his types, but he's not he's doing a better job of, of making sure that that more people get you know love. But he also still plays to that that demographic and and like he doesn't. He doesn't make us grow to be able to understand him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like with the power that he has, like he should be able to say not just like he did with the movies where he used to come out with movies every Easter. And it used to be like the Christian movies. And I'm good with those. But also, like he gave us a higher level of he gave us a higher level of, of black cinema. But he, he doesn't mm -hmm. challenge. He doesn't challenge the community to do better. When it comes to you know making sure that there's not those gatekeepers, because he uses, because he doesn't use a whole lot of like new names. He uses already people that are already established. Like it's great mm -hmm. for them to have that, but you know what I'm saying. Now and now he does do a better job of it, but beforehand he was just like, oh, give me Regina King, give me, give me those. There's about five black women that that were that were in Hollywood in all and, and all, all of them, and, and, they, and they they were either they were either like the auntie, they were either the sister, or they were the main character, or they were that nosy ass neighbor that had something else to say. That was it. I'm only laughing because it's true. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. So, and Ashley said, he doesn't challenge himself to grow either. I agree. And I feel like he got discouraged. I don't know if you guys remember, um, he did a movie called Alex Cross. Now, mm -hmm. Alex Cross is a James Patterson character. Uh, James Patterson mm -hmm. writes these murder mysteries. Uh, if you ever seen Along Came a Spider or uh, Seven, or, you know, those murder mysteries from like the 90s where Morgan Freeman right. was playing characters in them, those are James Patterson books. He, he co-wrote those. So I don't I get that he didn't do a great job in that film and we're back to doing what he does as a writer director. But bro, get your ass back out there, man. Like, like I legit want to see him try some other roles. That just wasn't the role for you. You don't see it was him. not. 
<laughs> you just can't be like you can't be an action star after you've been in a dress like the, the movie like two years ago. Like, you don't see you don't see Tom Cruise in that shit. You don't see you don't see Denzel Washington. You don't see The Rock. You don't see nobody who trying to be an action star in no damn dress. And and like you can't like because people. People's memories are not that short that you don't they don't remember Medea and you over here talking about how you doing and then the next breath you want to be punching the shit out of somebody. <laughs> you can't you can't do it. You can't do it. And, and like that, that's it. <laughs> I'm sorry, the comments got me we got Renzel saying pure trap. Well, Aaron said I actually like the Alice Cross movie, and then immediately after that, you got <laughs> Renzel saying. Pure trash. Alice Cross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The comments are right now. Ooh, oh, good point, Brittany. Martin Lawrence did, did do Big Mama's House, and he was excellent in uh, Bad Boys uh, as well. But, but he, I think he, but then, I he, he did movie. Bad Boys before he did Big Mama's House, though. Right. Mm -hmm. He was already established as a comedian. He was already kind of established in a comedian in the action role. Mm -hmm. And then he did something else. And then, I ain't trying to be funny. Uh, yeah, he did do Big Mama's House. But even in Big Mama's House, he was a damn cop. And okay. he was a man. He still was a man in, in there. And, he uh, was a and, and so then the other part is like with... Um, with Big Mama's house and that, like he's a comedian, and like there's a difference between Bad Boys and like this James Patterson move or those James Patterson books, because they're supposed to be taken like super serious. Like they, like I think he did like the Sum of All Fears and everything like that. So mm -hmm. there's always somebody blowing something up. Uh, like I think Jack Reacher too. So like there's always something where somebody's blowing up, somebody's doing something like that. <laughs> That you can't have that. You, oh, oh, you was just an address that you know two years ago. Let, let me not forget that. You know, I think there's the only time someone could actually pull that off is if they are actually not doing comedy. Uh, the reason I say that, I don't know if anybody ever seen this movie, uh, but I'm a big uh, Matthew McConaughey fan. He had this movie called The Dallas Buyers Club. It was about him selling uh, HIV medication to those who were positively infected. Uh, Jared Leto was in that film as a transgender uh, woman. And Jared immediately went after that into, I think it was, uh, what was that remake of that movie? Um, I can't think, but he was one of the more serious roles. I think it is all in how you approach the role and your caliber of acting. Because as much as I hate him as a joke, Jared Leto's dope as an actor, like overall. He is absolutely phenomenal. Um, went from Muddy to Training Day. That's that's true, that's true. And and uh, that's why I kind of swinging gears a little bit talking about Martin. When people didn't like uh, Bad Boys 3, I took it kind of personal because they were saying, oh, Martin is fat. Nigga, Bad Boys 1 was in the 90s. And the other the one was 90s. like 15 years. Like 15 After years. Bro, that, like, that nigga was old. Old. He he like, like mm -mm. Martin wasn't gonna get in shape. Will is like, oh, I'm gonna stay in shape. Martin was like, bro, I'm here for this check. Let me go ahead and get this. <laughs> Let me go ahead and get out. 
I'm right. gonna tell these jokes. I'm I'm gonna say what I need to say. Like this was a Will Smith movie, you know, featuring Martin Lawrence. That <laughs> it low key was because okay. he was definitely more active. I, I'll be okay. honest with that. But I, I still love Bad Boys Three. I think it's still great. People hated it, but I thought it was dope. And the twist at the end was pretty good like too. Because yeah, they, they were expecting bad, they were expecting Bad Boys Two, and Bad Boys Two was like lightning in a bottle. You're not gonna be able to beat that. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. It was like everything was on coke on that movie, bro. It was lit. Michael Bay was bullets, and pills, and cocaine, bro. Yeah, Michael Bay been, been trying Johnny to. Tapia? Yeah, yeah. I, look, I don't even remember villains, but Johnny Tapia and Thanos mm -hmm. are my two favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Duran's a terrible joker, great actor. I agree, brother. I agree. So, uh, you mind Hold on, Jerry Leto like, was a, a terrible joker. Yeah, we, like, we, we talked about uh, you talked about like not, like not remembering villains. Not even you know like I think about the Johnny Tapia character. I think about the damn Russian, bro. I don't care what he play in. He is always going to be let's kill some fucking Russians. Like he's always. <laughs> going to that guy exactly for what me. About. he is the narrator on until dawn and all i can see is him being the <laughs> russian mob boss yeah. from bad boys too like he's been he's been playing that role for for forever bro like he's on, yeah, he was on black, he was on blacklist and, and he played that same role like literally <laughs> And then uh, Constantine, that, that's the same thing he was playing there, but he was the devil. Oh, but he, had, he, kept the same, he kept the same kind of hubba hubba here, hubba hubba <laughs> Somebody put that on the shirt. They will next time. Um, I tell you what, people are asking us to talk about Coming America too. Have you guys seen it? Like all three of you? Yes. Ebony, have you seen it? Yes. I didn't want to spoil listen, it for you. I, no, I don't bro, mind I, I look, because it's I, 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 listen, I ain't listen. I ain't trying to be funny. I mean, we could talk about it now, but then we want them to tune in next time. So I think we should do. I think that could be like momentum. Mm, <laughs> the tribe is spoken. Well, I want you. I want you to watch it. it. I want you to watch it because right. I, I need you to be. I need you to know. Where we coming from and what we talking yeah. about, but the same oh, way that Wyatt is talking, the same way that Wyatt is talking about lightning in the bottle with bad boys too, it's a whole lot of people talking a whole bunch of shit about coming coming to exactly. America, exactly. like it was supposed to be what we got in the damn when the first coming to America come out, like early nineties or is it like the eighties? Eighty eight. Eighty eight. It was like eighty eight. Yeah. Wow. Thirty years later, you're not gonna capture. You're not about to capture that again. But <laughs> I'll, I, I'm, I'm gonna pause that. I'm gonna pause that because you got you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. You'll you'll see. It's just like the great analogy like we were talking about. It's like Bad Boys Two versus Bad Boys Three. It's just like coming to America versus coming to America Two. Like it. Mm. There's there's stuff that plays homage to homage to it. There's stuff that that you know. Honestly, like some of it could be better, but then some of it is just like, okay, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like okay. these old ass niggas is just, okay. I'm not gonna go into it, but yeah, is okay. If you ain't watched it last Sunday, I'm bringing yeah. my phone because I got an app. We gonna watch that shit Sunday. 
Okay, I got prime. I got prime. We in the and we stay on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So right. with that said, ain't gotta pay the shit. <laughs> ballers. Um, but we're gonna put a pin in that, and then I think this is a good time to close it out for a night because I ain't want to go over an hour, but damn it, y'all came in here and started talking shit, so we had to keep it going. So shout out to everybody that tuned in. I tell you what, to those of y'all who are in Radio Land who still here, shoot me your address in my DM and I'll send you something just for tuning in tonight. How about that? Hey. Y'all can meet us here right. next week, same time. You hear me? Yeah. So that being said, this has been your boy, sir. Eternity everlasting. Ebony the goddess. Mr. Strokes himself. Squad goes. And we Squad are goes. out. Squad. <laughs>